RSF Radio. I am your host, Joe Monday, and this is the podcast where we talk about what's been going on on the front page of our Street Fighter. Uh, but before we get into that, before I introduce the guest, uh, I want to give a shout-out to Piano Densetsu for that opening track. It's brand new, brand new recorded. Hopefully you guys like it. Uh, if you do, let me know. Let him know, specifically, because I think it's dope as fuck. Uh, but anyway... On to the news. Uh, I have with me in the booth today someone who is very, let's say, infamous for just liking a game a lot uh, and, and tends to eat a lot of your shit for it. Uh, but I'm happy to invite this guest on the show and talk to him all things Street Fighter and all things fighting games in general. Uh, Mezier, how you doing, man? Uh, fine, thanks. Thanks for uh, taking the time to talk with me. Yeah, sorry for the uh, kind of infamous intro. It's, it's one of those things where you've, you've kind of just earned a name for yourself as someone who is unabashedly uh, just kind of just... Fanboy? You, you, you pour out the love for the game, and just in general, for most things Street Fighter, but Street Fighter Five in particular, uh, just a, an unashamed fan, and people kind of give you shit for it all the time. <laughs> Uh, unfortunately, but how you doing, man? How you been? I'm, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm, I'm doing all right. Uh, I'm actually, <laughs> I'm actually loading the, uh, the update for the, the patch that's today. Oh yeah. Well, cause hmm, this is not in the news. I didn't write this down cause I just saw it like moments ago, but online tournament mode is apparently a thing. Yeah, apparently that's what I saw online. I have, so. I have literally no details because I'm just <laughs> seeing it like literally minutes ago. I'll probably dig into it later, but I still have 70 minutes left on my this massive 21 gig uh, download, so I, I can't help you either. <laughs> yeah, it can be rough. Also, like, PlayStation downloads are fucking slow. Um, yeah, yeah. PSN uh, is... Uh, it, it's always on their end, too. It's never, like, bottlenecked on your own end. It's just whatever their servers are fucking suck. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it it's similar with Steam, but you have to like un, you have to take the limiter off. You have to know how to how to do it right. But before we do talk about any of that stuff, before we get into all of that, uh, at the start of the show, I let the the guests pitch whatever they have going on. I like you to to kind of give what you got going on at the front of the show, uh, kind of where to pe- where to send people if they want to see what you're into. So you know, at the end of the show, when they've tuned out and stopped listening, they'll I've already heard this part, and it's like a trick. Uh, so, so what do you got going on, dude? Hopefully, you tune out. Uh, they don't tune out earlier than that. But uh, yeah, there's still like an hour to go, folks. So fucking buckle up. All right, you have to sit through this shit. All right, you must be this tall to listen to. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, well, um, I guess my main thing is that I'm an animator. I'm an independent animator on YouTube. So I guess the place I'd send people to is my YouTube channel, which is, uh, I guess. I think you can type in just youtube.com slash my name, E-M-E-Z-I-E. I think that would take you to it. Uh, but I think the official the official uh, address is youtube.com slash X-Y-K-E-S, which is my my tag. My yeah, Your handle is like Z- handle. Zykes, right? I say Zykes, Z- yeah. Okay, all right. It's a... It's a long story what that name is. It's it. Okay, so basically I'm a uh, I'm an animator. Like I said, I make cartoons. I used to I've always drawn cartoons and stuff and comics. So I had this character called uh, Rex. It was a, it was a, like you know all kids have their own like they make their little crappy comic book characters who are ripoffs of like Spider Man and Hulk and all that stuff. So this was a Hulk ripoff. His name was Rex. And then I grew up and I realized oh this is a this is a Hulk ripoff. So I'm just 
that's kind of stupid. So I'm going to make a new character. <laughs> oh no, I've ripped something <laughs> off. I'm a fraud. I can't. Yeah. I'm glad <laughs> it's, I'm glad it. I learned that early yeah. in life instead of like now, but like I wanted to keep the initials Rex R E X. So I made a character called Rick Edwards. And then I had to figure out a, a name that starts with X, which doesn't exist or like very hard to do. So I just came up with Zykes, which is like Sykes, the name Sykes, but with an X in front of it. Cause I was very edgy. All right. So fair enough. That's where my name comes from. It's a, not a very good so, so this is actually something that I feel like a lot of the fighting game community didn't realize about before like people knew who you were in relation to fighting games I feel at least like the circles that that I run in specifically on like our street fighter is mm-hmm. that you have grown this huge YouTube channel it's, it's fucking huge right what's like the subscriber count do you know offhand uh, it's like 1.3 million currently. Last I checked. That's like, that's a lot. <laughs> hey fam. Hey everybody in the fighting game community. 1.3 million. Isn't like, there ain't a lot of people who have those numbers to be quite honest. Uh, yeah. It's, it's kind of crazy. Like I just, I don't know. It's, it doesn't seem, doesn't seem real, but yeah, there, there are a lot of people who fortunately I'm, I'm very blessed to have that. Uh, it has nothing to do with fighting. Well, I, I can't say that. I, I think part of the yeah. way it grew was, related to fighting games because i made a lot of fighting game related content in my animations and stuff so that helped it grow i guess right there are you do some work that is like fighting game adjacent let's say or makes references to let's say yeah Uh, yeah. and so you've kind of grown a community there and that's like how long has that been going on did you say uh well my youtube channel was created in 2006 which i think is not too long after YouTube was created. I think, I can't remember when you yeah, came. I was say, that's like early YouTube. By the yeah, way, folks, like year or so maybe. this is like a fun thing that you can do to, hey, hey kids uh, <laughs> who aren't familiar with the internet and what it looked like, uh, go to thewaybackmachine.com and then oh, just yes. like look at some of old websites, like websites that you use today that were around back then and like go back to that time, go back to, to 2006 and look at any YouTube page and be dumbfounded with like, this is not how things look. This yeah. is like a night. This is a UI nightmare. How do you do any of this stuff? It's updated so many times. Like I've actually forgotten the, the stuff we had to deal with. Like the yeah. used to be able to, uh, customize the backgrounds of the page like a, like a website like your own website like yeah. myspace used to be yeah and it they, used to be it kind of used to be more like myspace in a lot of yeah, ways much, well, if anyone knows what that is i don't, I don't know maybe, maybe we're dating ourselves here uh, yeah probably actually yeah even bringing up myspace or yeah it yeah. could be worse. We t- could be talking about Friendster or like IRC channels, but like a lot of the FGC is like old User. internet people, like the people who you see. Uh, this is like the rhetorical you, uh, the, the general you. Hey, hey, kids, the people that you see <laughs> like <for> you. <laughs> front and center of the FGC are actually a lot of them who have been around for a long time. Uh, the people who like run a lot of things like pretty much come from the old internet. Like, yeah, the old heads. Like Seth uh, Killian. I remember yeah. they talking about the ones that the Gutex, uh, all those people, like they yeah. they have a history and all this stuff. Um, but anyway, that's other stuff. Let's more about what more about what you have going on. Because it's it's the YouTube channel. What else you got going on? Um, is there anything else? I mean, that's pretty much all I do, pretty much all day making these animations and stuff. Because YouTube, the internet, social media, that uh, that stuff doesn't wait for you. You gotta always have something going on. Do you so do you stream? 
Uh, no, I've wanted to get into streaming, actually. Okay. I have a Twitch, I mean, I'm, yeah, everyone has Twitch accounts, but I've, I wanted to start streaming, but I've never actually sat never, down. Never jumped into that yet. I should, but yeah. Because, like, there's, uh, I feel uh, like there's market for uh, people who would stream, like, doing their work of animation. Some people, like, stream their art. Um, yeah, that, that then was, that's uh, it, that gets weird because some artists like that, some artists don't. Kind of what you're into. Yeah, I've, I've seen that there. There are definitely arts like different uh, categories on Twitch, like just art and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know if people would want to watch someone draw. Well, I guess they do. I guess do they, people do like watching people draw? I feel like it's there's a market for process. everything out there. I mean, draw. Yeah, there's audience for everything. That's yeah, true. Just do some drawings in your Chinley outfit, then. Well, you know what you're doing. <laughs> Careful. Yeah, I know. Getting, getting a little hot and spicy over here. Uh, don't want to get banned from podcast. It's like impossible to get banned from podcast. I swear to God. You can say whatever shit you want. They let anybody do this shit. Hey, folks, if you think there's like laws and registrations, y'all haven't ever dealt with the FCC. Wild before. West. <laughs> like, it's like YouTube. YouTube used to be back in the day. Yeah, but oh, but now it's oh. now it's everything gets demonetized. That, that's another. That's another story right there. Demonetization and just yeah. The, yeah, like the time where there was ad money, like you lived through yeah. all of that. <laughs> where like there was, was a time great. where there were paychecks, yeah. where like every video you got didn't get demonetized instantly, and like you could actually make you know make make money doing yeah. stuff. And then there were like people who were making money just off of I'm going to flag all of these things as <laughs> I own this. <laughs> yeah, that you Michael Jackson it. song in your video. That's my video. I'm Michael Jackson. Yeah. I, I, I it. It's me, the Michael Jackson. Uh, <laughs> YouTube's like up oh, the, the robots, YouTube robots are just like, yeah, that sounds sounds legit. So I'm taking your video down. Uh, it's it's all bad. And it's like, I don't know. I feel like it, they just like went overboard on things going bad. And then they're like slowly trying to walk back <laughs> to like make things OK with the people who create on that service. And it's just like, uh, it, yeah, it's, it's very, very, weird, man. very slowly. But yeah, I mean, like I said, my, my YouTube channel is 2006. So I've been dealing with all this crap for uh, for 13 years now. So, been yeah, I've seen it a while. <laughs> but were you into uh, fighting games back then? Uh, yeah, I've been invited a lot back to uh, related to the topic uh, fighting games. Of uh, I've been playing since I think my first fighting. I don't know. I don't know my first fighting game. I, I definitely played Street Fighter Two and all this. I played Street Fighter One once. That game's kind of kind of bad, but. It's <laughs> I played Karate Champ. I don't know if you know what that is. That's, that's like uh, the first fighting game. Yeah, that's I think that, that ER Kung Fu or whatever that game is. But that's not, that's like a one player game, I think. So, so yeah, I think I'd say I'd say Karate Champ is my first uh, <laughs> fighting game. So I've been playing for a while. I've been playing the whole time, I guess. All right. Uh, as far as like you, getting into the scene though in the community, where'd like where'd that uh, jump off come from? So that probably started in when I went to college. So I went to I went to MIT for uh, undergraduate for chemical engineering which i don't use at all because that's, that's nice. how college works <laughs> <laughs> spend all your time doing one thing and then you don't do it at all ever again um but yeah and, and, and when i was an undergraduate at mit i met a, a lot of my friends who i still have now uh, i just met them in an arcade there's an arcade in the basement of the student center at mit if anyone knows anyone any mit grads are listening to this um <laughs> uh, that doesn't exist anymore that arcade's gone so sorry Damn. uh but yeah, I just met some friends. There was a Street Fighter Three new generation machine down there. That, that, that was that was sick. 
Uh, there's an Alpha 3 machine, the only Alpha 3 machine I've ever seen in real life. Uh, yeah, we, we that's where my I started. That's probably my first tournament, probably. Okay, and that, period of time. that and that dates you. We won't say the name. We won't say the year, but <laughs> the, those who are savvy will understand what we're talking about. One or two years uh, ago. Years ago. Yeah, a couple, a couple <laughs> handful. Uh, but all right, so cool. Uh, they, I think that gives a, a little good history of kind of where you came from. But the only tournament I've ever won was a Soul Calibur One tournament on Dreamcast. So ah, Soul Calibur One, those 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 days. Okay. <laughs> man, that was a good man. Dreamcast was all right. That was a great console. <laughs> I'm, I'm a in addition to a Street Fighter Capcom fanboy, I'm I'm definitely a Sega fanboy. Sega Genesis was my favorite all time system, and uh, Dreamcast was just. I won't Missing. call it my favorite system, but I will definitely call the Sega Genesis. It has my favorite sound card. That thing fucking yes. rips. There you go. That, oh that's my it. God. It's Rage, Sonic. Oh, a bunch of all. Uh, yeah, I used to. I used to. Uh, I used to have like a tape recorder. Uh, I, I just love dating myself. I'm just gonna keep doing that. <laughs> I used to have a tape recorder that I'd put up to the speakers so I could record soundtracks, my own soundtracks of like Sega Genesis music. That's what. That's how. Uh, how we did it back all analog baby yeah, all in, yeah it sounded horrible but i i, I don't care <laughs> these trashy rips um i've had some trashy rips before but uh that's that was that's another age that's not what we're here to talk about we're here to talk about some other trash some other garbage uh that i think we can get out of the way let's get this up let's get this out of the way up front uh because recently uh and this is somewhat recent news we're about three weeks hmm and like doing in my mind, probably like four weeks from when things went bad. Uh, and of course, I'm talking about. So the SFL happened. There was a voting stage, and from the looks of it, oh man, how do I even break this down? Because uh, I know that I've talked about it on the show before, but it's like voting was cut off an hour early for reasons. Uh, you were in the the fifth position. Am I right in thinking that? Yes. Because yes. they were gonna, they were letting four people in, and you were number five. But I wasn't fourth. Then, then like as time went on, I started to sort of drip, uh, drop uh, just behind uh, uh, Tommy Tuesday. Right, and then like you had plans to like release more videos on your YouTube channel, and it's like that's you can leverage a lot of of clicks that way. That that makes sense to to do like a last minute push. But yeah. that was coming up and closed an hour early. Uh, you're in fifth, and then Leah Guilty Hayes was uh, removed from the competition for a, a whole other mess of reasons that we don't have time to get into on this podcast, but the bad situation. Uh, and so I think everybody thought, well, you were number five, so it would probably be you. Uh, and then the SFL's like, it's all we're all done recording. Here it is, and it's it's art. So it, it what, what happened? That's pretty much it. <laughs> I think, I, and happened. it's funny. Like from your perspective, that's what happened. You were like, "Wait yeah, a minute, I, huh? wasn't, uh, I wasn't really privy to any of this." So I, that's that's what happened, as far as I know. Which There's is no, the uh, so? I, I mean, I was just ask you for for fucking around's sake, but there was never any any contact or never any like announcement that this was the position that you landed in no formal communication with anybody at at Capcom at all so okay so the only time 
someone really reached out to me was back during the initial voting when that that whole thing happened where it, where it cut out early and then everyone was like what the heck's going on right so at that point uh mama dow uh carolyn dow she's she's awesome by the way yeah, uh she yeah. actually reached out and said oh i'm sorry about this and i'll let you know what's going on and this was like at 3 a.m because that's when the, the voting ended like two right. or something for me uh chicago time um so yeah she reached out at that point and i was like okay well we'll just see what happens tomorrow and then and then tomorrow, the next day, they're just like, okay, we're just going to keep the results the way they are. Yeah, because they had to wait for, like, Smash GG engineers to wake up. Yeah. She was like, yeah. I have to ask the people who work at Smash GG, <laughs> which they're not at, at their job yet, but I'm awake. Which I should also say, I think that it is, it's important to say this right now, uh, is that doing SFL, like, business is not, that is not at all Carolyn's job at Capcom. Like, that yeah. is not within her job description that is all this was all something totally separate from her work that she was like this is a mess <laughs> like, i need to handle this yeah so it, was, it wasn't even capcom really it was it was smash at that point smash gd so right. it's like completely out of her her uh, jurisdiction so we say Oh, so yeah, yeah. This is like two steps away. Not only is it not her job to do SFL stuff, but it's super not her job to like be able to fix Smash G. The whole thing. But anyway, I digress. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. So that, that that was really the only point that they that someone from Capcom really reached out to me. Then after the whole, okay, guilty can't be there, so uh, we need a replacement and whatnot. That all happens. I was not privy to any of that, so that just happened. And then I started, uh, no one contact me from Capcom again. Um, then like people started thinking that art was going cause he, he posted like a Twitter, uh, photograph of him going somewhere on a plane trip, some mysterious plane trip and whatnot. So at that point I was like, Oh, so I like started contacting them. So I contacted, uh, Mama Dao again and asked about it and stuff. And basically, I mean, it's not really her, it's, she, it's not her position to do this stuff. So right. she of course didn't have, doesn't have anything to do with the decision of who to pick and all yeah, that. That's people beyond her, like above her in the, in the Capcom uh, pecking order there. So it's not really her job. So she couldn't really explain why uh, they made the decision to go with someone else or any of that, why I wasn't picked or wasn't even consulted or anything like that. So, uh yeah i mean i've talked to her a couple times on twitter she gave me uh, uh an email that i can from someone else on the team someone higher up that i could possibly try to contact and talk about it uh, and i did but they, i never got a response so was this uh, recently was this like this was like a few weeks ago like okay back when it was happening i guess okay so this was probably like week zero when it was like very clear when they released that uh Pro, promo image and like art was there and it's like oh okay. well it was, i think it was before um i mean it was definitely before it was officially announced anywhere so it was okay. after the week where guilty was dq'd but okay. before it was yeah. officially announced it was that whole limbo period so yeah they, they really never i still don't know but I, I still don't know why they didn't pick hmm. like she uh mama Dao, she sort of suggested maybe like she didn't know for sure but she thought maybe it was because of like paperwork or something that art was picked because part art has been involved with capcom before in the past and doing stuff for them so maybe they had more paperwork already done with him and, and that might have made it quicker 
since it was it was sort of a sudden thing, you know, the whole guilty thing. It's kind of sudden. So maybe they're uh, you know what that, hmm, yeah, but, I guess that could be a possibility because it, it was like probably very close to the time. Like I'm trying to do the math in my head of when it was that whole yeah. blow up happened because I mean, I, you can't go back and look at the tweets that she made anymore. We'd have to look at what was happening around during that time. Well, um, it was definitely the week. So the week that the Capcom made a statement saying that she was that guilty was not being allowed to be, uh, uh, in SFL, right. Um, from what I was understood was that that was the same week that they were flying out. So they're flying out on the weekend on Saturday, and all that stuff started blowing up on the Tuesday before that Saturday. Ah, okay. I, I think that that makes sense. That tracks now. You know what? Yeah. That hmm. All right. That ar- I could believe that argument of them saying we don't have like time to do the paperwork but art has already signed a lot of stuff that we would mostly have and we already have things with his name in it i like i guess i don't know i mean mean, she was just speculating on her own because like i said she that's not really her she's not involved with that she doesn't Mm, know yeah i suppose you gotta think about like the legal team there which i don't know yeah i get hmm, that's an interesting excuse that i might i might buy that it's possible i guess Possibility. But same time, um, like they didn't talk to me at all. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the other part of like there no, being no. no communication at all on the other end is like of if it was that situation of them saying, "Hey, we are flying people out this week. We do not have the time to drop the paperwork because of this debacle. Uh, so unfortunately, we can't." and then like maybe continue the conversation from there but then there was none of that so like yeah like no one above like none of the executives or the, the esports capcom esports didn't like even acknowledge me or anything like that so right. that's the main issue like i don't maybe, maybe this is why they didn't do it but i have no idea like it doesn't look like they're going to ever uh tell me why yeah or acknowledge anything i did so kind that's the main, a, the main weird, yeah kind of like a weird situation so in that in that event, though, I mean, you can't, you have kind of redacted all support from the SFL, and I think that makes makes some sense for you. Uh, at least that is a, I don't know, what, it, what are we fucking calling this thing? Because it's like a, like, I guess like Capcom Invitational Tournament. Like, because it, it, it's still it's very much that you can earn, though. It's like a yeah, it's very much its own thing, and also it gets really fucking weird when you tie in the fact that like the Japanese players who are in the SFL Japan, completely different, where it's completely t- different, but then also not actually because it, they it's actually the same. Then they compete at the end of the year, and the only people who get payouts are the people who win that tournament. It's, uh, it's <laughs> I mean, the previous year of the japanese sfl had like what well, see that's the thing i don't know which which season of the japanese because the, the first season they had like celebrities and people who didn't yeah 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 i had a doc fugu on the show to talk about all that yeah. before and it's like he gave a whole rundown of how that's run so if you guys are interested in hearing of what <laughs> how things used to be run in japan like, like when it was rage powered by powered by rage that's right yeah no, it was it was rage powered. Hmm. Now I'm like fucking up because it was something powered by something rage, powered and, by and then it did like a flip, and then it became SFL powered by. Anyway, anyway not important, not yeah. important. Uh, but the point is that like it's it 
run completely different over there. So like the, how you end up in the final situation, which again, I will repeat the only people who are getting paid at the end of this, the only players who are getting paid are the ones who win at the, the very winners. end. Yeah. So I don't know. I haven't seen any, I saw some discourse on, on the twitter.com and on our street fighter a little bit of people being like, well, it's unfair to those players. They don't have a chance to win in the like U S players. And it's like, I haven't seen any of the U S players saying that. Uh, and I know that they're working really fucking hard. So like, don't put, well, one, don't put words in their mouth. And like two, it's kind of like a, another argument entirely. Like the system itself being broken is a, is the conversation, not how the players feel about having to compete in that situation. That's, those are two separate conversations that one addresses like punches up to power. And the other one's very defeatist. That's like, I don't think anyone's actually saying, I can't imagine punk or Gustavo saying, Oh no, like, how are we supposed to compete? with Japan or anything. I, I, I can't see any of the players. I think no. they, want, they want to play. That's what I'd think. Exactly. So think, like, yeah. they're, they're probably hungry for it. And when there's a lot of money on the line, I'm sure they're putting the they're fucking hungry. work in. I mean, they have all the time right now to because it's over. They know who won. So they, they could be... <laughs> so they're training right now, probably. So, yeah. yeah. Well, actually, the finals is probably... I, I don't know how that works, actually. Because the, the previous season, the first season of the American League... They did all the prelim matches. Those were recorded far in advance, but then the finals was actually live. This time, the finals is when they do the crossover. Okay, so the finals will be at Capcom Cup, basically. Uh, no, it'll be that event in that Red Bull event in November. Oh, it's at the Red Bull at the, the North- one before the Capcom oh. Cup. Okay. Um, okay. But- all right, so that's that whole situation. So, I mean, if there's anything else you want to say on the SFL situation, yeah. I mean, that's pretty much it. It's just, I mean, I know some people are like, are, do you hate Capcom now? Do you hate Street Fighter Five now? Because they sort of went behind your back and did this. And then, uh, I don't know. I'd say human, humans are more, more complicated than that. It's, it's good. I don't, I, like you said, I'm not really supporting SFL itself because I can't, I can't, can't really bring myself to watch like right. other people doing something that like, I feel like, hey, I should have been there. I sort of, I did the work to, I, I earned a spot. I like, I, I'm not asking for a handout. I actually, I was the fourth eligible person. So I should be there. Right. So it's kind of hard to watch that and be like, oh, I could be there. I want to play. I want to play all these tough guys. I want to play all these player guys and gals. To share you would like game. the opportunity I wanna, to I compete. Play. Right. Yeah. I'd like to be there. So it's like, it's, it'd be hard to watch. Like it sounds, it sounds interesting. It sounds like they made a lot of changes to the season and anything. They would made it good to have a good, good roster and thing, but just, mm-hmm. I just, I, don't know, I just can't watch it. Yeah, that's uh, the other nightmare situation is that all of these terrible system things around it, whether whoever is running it and whatever gears are fucking not turning over in this terrible machine has nothing to do with the players at all, which is yeah. like the word it's put them in this. They've, they've set up these great players in this lemon of a car and told them yeah. to drive it all the way to the Red Bull event. And it's like, that's hey. actually something, that's something I wanted to note on. Like I've, I've actually gotten more support than I thought I would. Cause you know, as, as you're running down the beginning, I'm sort of a notorious, notorious <laughs> character in the, in the society here in the uh, FGC. I'm just a fanboy slash shill or whatever. But yeah, a lot of people actually reached out and said, yeah, that, that's not, that's not right. This person should be, get what he's what he earned and like a lot of a lot of players actually reached out sometimes in private and whatnot in dms and stuff and say hey we support you so 
I definitely appreciate that. It's uh, I don't feel sometimes FGC, you know, that C at the end doesn't doesn't always feel like C because there's always uh, yeah. Tell me about it, man. Drama. That, <laughs> that shit can be. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you see it all because you're. Uh, yeah. You see it <laughs> but sometimes it does feel like a C. I think there's a C there. I think there's a C there. It it's just covered with other stuff, other letters sometimes. But yeah, it's. Mm, this is a whole other conversation of me being like, I feel like most of the time it's actually not there, but like, I, ha- I but I have to believe that it's there, and my belief in it makes it true for other people. It doesn't necessarily mean that it has to be true for me, but like, me putting effort into that C makes you're, you're, it. You're a pillar of the community. So you, you hold the, you, you, yeah, you, you can't have you falling over because. <laughs> I guess I don't know. That, it's one of those that I I feel daily. I'm like, if I just stop, would anybody? I don't know. But, but uh, enough I, I, about this is this is dark. Uh, yeah. <laughs> this, this took a dark turn. I didn't intend to. Uh, speaking of dark turns, though, uh, things might have turned a little bit dark for Momochi over there uh, at TGS this weekend. Maybe you want to let's you know what let's talk about the good things first. Let's make a sandwich out of this. Let's make a compliment sandwich. Uh, the tournament was great. What do you think about the tournament in general? Uh yeah. Well, that's something that's been constant. Like all the tournaments, the game itself, the tournaments, the competition. That's that's always great. That's always something you can look forward to. Uh, the matches were very good. Uh, I, you know, I'm sure people, a lot of people were saw the machines and the and the carrions and stuff, and they're like, oh god. But every time that happens, even even when Punk versus Bonchan and uh, that one, I can't remember which tournament that was. Uh, but yeah, it's like oh, a bunch of Karens in the top end and grand finals. Oh, geez. And then you watch it and you just get you get hooked. You get, you get into it. And you're like, I, I like reading the chat and seeing the chat. It's like, oh, God, Karen, sleeper, risen sleeper. And then by the end of it, they're just like getting hype. It's similar for this. It's just and then the best part is Karen didn't win. So you can't say anything about it. A clean one. <laughs> So I, no one, no one called that, and so yeah. it, it was, it was great. And, and it, not just a Colleen, it was a, it was Momochi, like Which, a very, a very footsies. That's that's the word everyone likes. As Sejan was was bringing bringing up on, on Twitter, footsies. That, that there were lots of those footsies, a whole can of footsies there. Like he just walk at you. He wasn't dashing in. It wasn't just fifty fifties all day. It was just he would just walk at you and just dare you to do something. And then he then he. Then he'd win. <laughs> yeah, he made really good use out of Stan Fierce and that back hard kick. Uh, yep. It's yep. really strong, strong showing from Momochi, uh, which actually complicates things. <laughs> <laughs> if only that guy didn't win. None of this would be uh, <laughs> But at the same time, I feel like it's very important for him to win because it's something, it, it has shed light on an issue that has, like, by the way, this has been ongoing. This is the situation yeah. that occurred, like has been the situation for a while, but this is one of the more high profile cases of this happening. Uh, but because Momochi is decidedly not a Jesu license holder, uh, which is a Japanese esports uh, union, is it union? What's that used in for? I think so. I think that's what it is. I just took that from my head, and I, I think that's it. Anyway, regardless, not important. Uh, it is a a group of people separate from the fighting game. This is just, like, its own committee of people not involved, mostly involved in, like, betting and gambling, because gambling laws in Japan are 
are much different yeah. uh, to the point where they can't compete in video games without it being considered a game of chance, uh, which is a fun joke to do when you play a game with 50-50s. Uh, <laughs> so that, that, just a little cheeky fun. However, important because if you're not a license holder, then you are limited. If you are above, I think the age is 18 and above, then you are limited to, and I might, it might be 16. I might have that wrong. Uh, then you are limited to a total winnings of effectively $1,000 US or like close to it's a, it's like a hundred thousand yen. Yeah. Who knows where they got that number from? That's, that seems like a random, it, but if you're below that age and you're not a JSE license holder, you can get zero dollars in winnings, which there was a whole other situation of someone who won a tournament that they couldn't earn any of that money. But so they have that big check and it's got that, that big dollar sign on it uh, for the, what was it? 50 million yen, I believe was the, was going to be the prize amount given to first place. But then Momochi was like, no, uh, I declined this. Uh, and so he could only he could only make that effectively 100,000 yen which it was like split between a 60,200 yen payout plus a, a approximately like for, a monitor that accounted for the other 40,000 uh, so it get a little weird there i saw a lot of people just saying that oh we only made like the the 600 bucks well it's like well but also he got compensated this way but it it works out to be the upper limit on what he was able to earn based on not being a license holder and important to bring up here is that he people are like well wow, it sucks that he can't get a license and it's like actually yeah you can, you can get it he you could want get it. it he qualifies to to have a license he could get one, but he has decidedly been like, nope, not for me. I decline, uh, which is, it is interesting uh, to say the least. Uh, another interesting aspect of it is that who who gets that extra, that extra money? Uh, it's that 4,939,800 yen. Uh, that it goes back to to the Jesu. It goes back to the Japanese esports union. They well, just, some people are saying it might just go back to where, like the sponsors or whoever whoever provided the money in the first place. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I don't. That's a, that's a, another thing. Like from our vantage point here in the West, it's like we don't we don't know what's going on. We're just seeing the clips and bits and pieces of random tweets and because because of course. Like no one, Capcom or the GSU, they're not. They're not going to come up and like talk to us over here about right. this. What's going on? So it's like a lot of speculation and 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 maybe some misinformation here and there. And just we yeah. we don't know. We're sort of going blind here. But the bottom line is, what uh, she's not getting paid. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a great deal of money. Like that's what that works out to, folks. Is that he basically left like $45,000 on the table out of principle uh, that he could have otherwise earned. Uh, and people are thinking, okay, well, 
maybe that's just tournaments in Japan because this was a tournament in Japan. <laughs> no, no, <man. laughs> no, again, actually, uh, this, if you look at the CPT rules, this applies to all tournaments for it. This is like a weird little blurb. Uh, it was like a part A and B to it in the CPT ruling specifically for people who reside in Japan, uh, where if you are not a license holder, you are limited in the scope of what you can earn. And, like, what if he won Capcom Cup? <laughs> like, I'd love to hear Alter David or some a lawyer. Like, how did how can he do that? Like, I don't, I don't know. I mean, that's that's their that's Japan laws. Like, it because it's tech. It, it is still technically considered gambling. It actually gets super weird. So there are because there are ways to run a tournament in Japan with fighting games where it's not considered or like they can earn that money because uh, you can look back at Evo Japan where people were paid out greater sums than the 100,000 yen uh, and that was because it didn't fall under and you'd have to I'll have links uh, in the show notes so you guys can look into it but it didn't fall under advertising reg- regulations and there was no entry fee for yeah. entering that tournament. Uh, and it was like those two were very important to it becoming like them able to give that amount of money away as prize money. So it wasn't like considered competition, uh, gambling competition or whatever the fuck. It, it's really complicated. And so I defer to Doc Fugu on this stuff. Uh, and I think High Fight's done some translations of like write-ups and like people who understand the legalities of it where it's like it gets complicated because the way that Japanese committees work is is generally complicated and a slow process that people probably don't like (laughs) (laughs) I can imagine I know Ultra David posted link to like one of his lawyer friends a Japanese lawyer who actually Mm -hmm wrote out a pretty good explanation of everything. It's just filled with legalese and stuff, which, oh, by the I guess the thing I mentioned, I actually went to law school. So you're a chemical engineer who also has a law degree. A law degree. Uh, that you not, just absolutely. play Street Fighter V for... <laughs> there you go, man. For, and draw cartoons. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, All going right. over this, uh, it was like, it was, it was giving me like uh, some bad memories of... Uh, just reading legalese and, and, and a bunch of complicated stuff that uh, makes your eyes just glaze over. But yeah, there's it it these weird uh, uh, loopholes and things that are trying. Apparently, if you're can't be backed by a company, if your tournament's backed by a company or something like that, then then it uh, then it becomes a problem. But if it's not, yeah, uh, which was the uh, issue? With, Japan. That's yeah. how you know, Japan got through it because it's not a company. Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't on the CPT, so yeah. therefore not run by Capcom. Therefore, don't have to worry about that. Don't have but... to worry about it <laughs> but in that situation. It it but... just got really weird, uh, man. Just they just of... need to change the law. They just need to uh, playing video game tournaments is, is not gambling. So they, that's the point. It just someone needs to get that point across, and then change laws based on that because now there was another loophole here that would make any game any fighting game open to or like not apply to these laws and it's specifically that the game would the game itself would have to be free to play 
and not have any pay-to-win functions in it. Okay. <laughs> so if so, in I'm gonna say from a technical standpoint, if Capcom were to release a like a fully free-to-play version of Street Fighter Five, then it wouldn't fall okay. under these regulations. Maybe that would need to be te- like again. That would need need to be tested against the the committee of the Japanese esports union, which also not FGC people. Again, I can't state this enough uh, because this is Momochi's big issue with it is that it's not run from people who understand it. Therefore, well, apparently, like- Fubar Duck had a uh, tweet a while ago where he mentioned some some rogue <laughs> GSU person came out of nowhere and started talking about it and saying that oh there actually are old school or uh, long time fgc players on the gsu involved and whatnot but then apparently the account went private after that so hmm who knows what's going on that was on fubar i don't know if that one if it's still there that makes me scratch my chin a little bit yeah there's a lot of (laughs) there's a lot of chin scratching but that would just be shady why make it shady why not be open and honest about it which again Another like one of Momochi's points is that it shouldn't be determined by a committee. It should just be something that the community decides on its own, which again, like shout outs to Momochi and also go look at the work that he's done with Shinobism and all that stuff with Choco Blanca. That shit is incredible. Both of them are yeah. Oh yeah. Like incredible like if you want to actually talk about grassroots efforts, like that that's it. Like that's the C right there. That that, those those two are the C. Indeed. Because here's the other part, is that, no, they can't do that. I was thinking, oh, no, they could. So here's what, (laughs) Ultra David suggested this, or a joke of this, but then I thought about the legalities of how they would have to do this, because Jesu took back that money, uh, what they should do with it is just run an invitational (laughs) that only invites two players, and it's Momochi and Choco Blanca. (laughs) Winner take all. Just have to be uh, Capcom can't be involved, right? Capcom's uh, not involved, and they can't play a game that is that you have to buy into or Tepin. <laughs> there you go. They play you some Tepin. Magical uh, Tepin tournament in like Cuba or something. You want you on that Tepin? <laughs> I I wish I could. My phone doesn't. My phone's too old. Ah, I can play it. that, and I can play um, Pocket Fighter when it was out for like five minutes. Yeah. Well, I I'm on, I'm on that Teppin. When I when I get, when I take shits at work, I play Teppin. So if you <laughs> see, like people seem to like it. it. Seems like a I don't know. Seems like a I know it's it, it's like pretty basic and like the I would say the rate of which that they're turning over new cards that make other cards like useless entirely is like probably pretty fast. Uh, and I would suspect. <laughs> Pay, pay to win basically yeah. mm. well, i guess you don't pay for them though so it's there's you can no earn in-game currency to afford new packs of cards but also you don't earn it at a rate that makes any sense and then i see in like a couple of months of people being like well maybe if i spend a couple of dollars i'll get the, the card pack that i want and then <laughs> Got I mean, because I mean, there's legitimately cards that that came out in this latest edition that are like, oh, that makes this like there was a brand new card like a couple months ago that was like not included in this new pack stuff. And then all of a sudden, like like people got that card for free when the new character came out. And then it was like, surprise, that card's like legitimately you have no reason to have that in your deck. because Well, unless you anyway, that's. Anyway, that's Teppin. That's card fighting games. They're bullshit. And also, if you catch me on Teppin, know that I am actively uh, 
evacuating my bowels uh for, to, so <laughs> you intimidation factor that, that's a yeah that's a good you, the listener can know as my <laughs> rathalos dumps on you i am dumping as well but into a toilet uh psychological that, warfare. that's that's <laughs> that's a fact uh, <laughs> but anyway enough tap and talk there's other oh wait no so we need to say something good um uh hmm. oh there's apparently there's a tournament mode in uh do we uh, yeah, yeah, I guess we did. Oh, yeah, talk. We we I, was, I was trying to bring like another good about TGS where I'm like, oh, about TGS. What came out of? How did we? What could we? I don't know. The tournament was good, I suppose. It was uh, good. We could also say that people are. Mm, we're gonna have to it make was another, a big We're gonna have to make. People. I think we're gonna have to make another bad sandwich out of this next topic because I want to oh. talk about the Olympics next. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Because there's some good here, right? Yeah. Like, d- d- yeah. <laughs> I suppose. Olympics are cool. So what, what was your, your gut reaction when you, you saw that the that Street Fighter V was going to be an Olympic event? Uh, I mean, that's... I feel like that's uh, overall positive, I think. I'll, I'll say it that way. I think it's a good thing. I think it gives gives people more reason to, you know, keep playing. It shows, it shows that the game's going to be supported for longer. That's for one thing. Uh, it also, I mean, it depends on if you're on the whole eSports. Do, do you like eSports? Do you like that whole concept? Uh, do, do you crave the recognition of, of the world for uh, for our hobby here? Uh, yeah. Do I need the validation of the Olympic Committee, the International Olympic Committee, to to validate my hobby? Games are okay. <laughs> my answer is no. But if you need that, that's fine. <laughs> my I just think it'll be. No. I, 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 it's not necessary, but I think it's right. cool. I think it's cool. I think it's it's good uh, good publicity for the genre, for the fighting game genre. Mm-hmm. I mean, they could have picked a bunch of other you know Fortnite or something like a bunch of more insanely pop more popular uh competitive games that get more viewership and whatnot and just play more but we got it we got a fighting game in there we got also a, a rocket league in there so right yeah, uh, cool. and the argument for including those two games which i think is smart and i agree with is that they are two games that are like immediately understandable from a yeah. like from a spectator's perspective uh, which makes sense because you throw something into the Olympics, you throw it on for like a couple minutes before you flip to the next thing. And it's like, you only have a little bit of time to explain the thing to people who are just like watching uh, yeah. fucking, I don't know, badminton. Beach volleyball. But I mean, yeah, have beach volleyball and then the beach costumes <laughs> only. And then the perfect transition. Uh <laughs> So they resemble they resemble events that you know judo and taekwondo something street sure. fighting resembles yeah, that that, that, that league is soccer football that, for, for international fans well, yeah footy uh, no all right so here hey international fam look me look me in the podcast when I tell this to you uh, don't you fucking accost me for saying soccer a word <laughs> you fucking invented. <laughs> Let I remind you, association football, you called them soccers. Guess where we got that shit from? We learned it from you, dad. <laughs> Meters, <laughs> kilograms. Are we going to go? Are we going to go into all that now? I don't oh, know. Is this do, place do for we it? want to? All right. So that's, 
stones. Because <laughs> I will listen. I will defend. I will defend the U.S. system. Here's why. <laughs> listen, I get it. Metric makes perfect sense in science. I love it. It's great to use when I'm doing science. It's great. Things are easily divisible. Uh, it's just that you move the decimal place. It's great. But like, then you look at the U.S. scale and it's like, oh, feet, meat, like inches. How does this make any sense? And then let me ask you this: You say, "How tall are you?" to a person in the the, the EU, and they say, "I'm like, uh, like one point three five twenty eight meters meters tall." And it's like, what the fuck do you mean? Where I could say, "I'm about six, I'd say I'm six foot tall, and they go. Oh yeah, that's one. I just gave you one number, and you know exactly how tall I am. Feet are pretty good. Feet feet are pretty perfect. I think that's it's a human scale. People understand feet. How many feet wide is that? Oh, it's like it's three. It's three feet wide. I can judge that against something that is on my person. I can match it up. It's it's a system that makes sense, folks. How much is an inch? It's about as big as this part. This part of your your finger, the little flame. Your your index finger like this, and then it's like everyone knows what that is. It's an inch. That's an inch, and it and I I know that because it's a part of my body that I can gauge. It's a human scale, folks. It's to describe things that are on a human scale. I am I'm oh. <sighs> Ooh, I'm heated. Easy okay. there, easier. Let's, let's I need to. I just ran out of V trigger. We need to talk about something else. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta oh, look, Alex. Fuck all the EU listeners. Uh, that's, that's the bottom line there. I think. The I bottom think line. Agree. You invented soccer. Fuck off. Uh, anyway, we're kidding. Uh, we're kidding, everyone. We're, we're but kidding. no. The the issue here is that. <laughs> So I I got a little confused here, right? Because there's there's money on oh hmm hmm. <laughs> Actually, I just thought of a way to tie this into the last bit, where no. there's money on the line, right? They got the the two hundred fifty thousand dollars up for grabs for the winner of this tournament. Oh no! Uh, no much, please don't. Much. <laughs> please don't put Mamochi on your team. No, I guess no for the Olympics, please. <laughs> Uh, to that I'll say because he's from Japan he doesn't really have to because they don't have to they they auto auto qualify he would have to try out but they auto qualify for the finals which is 8 teams Uh, as opposed to there's like 12 other 12 other nations who have yet to be announced get they have their teams uh, and then there will be something like 8 other teams who will be made from any other region uh, yeah. But they have to try out, and and all of this is decided through online tournaments. Online first, yeah, that's right. Uh, <laughs> oh, I think that's what that tournament mode is for, or something. I don't know. Uh, oh boy, you you wrapping everything up in a nice boat. Everything's making sense <laughs> it now. All makes tournament sense. mode. We got the Olympics going on. Ah, ah, I see. We got the netcode improvements. I'm sure. I'm sure those are soon to follow. <laughs> I'm sure. But also, it like doesn't work in Russia, so fuck Russia, I guess. Like after the latest patch, did you see that? Yeah, apparently, people in various European countries and, and Russia are having difficult time, like even connecting. And whatnot. I don't know what they did in that in that Evo patch. They they had a patch patch to patch the Evo patch. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it. Uh, I don't know if they like spun they, down uh, some servers or like spun up new ones that don't work as well in that. It's hard to say because the. Yeah. How the netcode works is like a it's fucking. That's, a, that's the ultimate mystery of Street Fighter. No one. Uh, it's an enigma. No one uh, that's for sure. Uh, this past year, so who knows if that 
did anything additional to that. You know, I don't know. I'll oh yeah, that's true. Like this is today. We're recording this on a Tuesday, by the way, folks, uh, yeah. the Tuesday before this episode drops. So this is the 17th of September to, to date this podcast. Uh, <laughs> and like, we just got that, that news of that stuff that came with the patch. Like when there could be more stuff, I, I don't know. I haven't tested out the net code. I, I don't know. Maybe it's fixed in Russia. I have to talk to my Russian. Is it? What time is it in Russia? Uh, oh, sorry about that. It's probably really fucking late. Uh, yeah. But anyway, okay, so that's fucking weird. It's like, man, when you run the Olympics like that, and to qualify, you have to play an online. online tournament. That's like asking Usain Bolt to com- to qualify for the 100 meters by running a 110-meter hurdle. <laughs> I'm sure it's a similar thing, but also completely (laughs) different. Like it's a, it's a, it looks the same. You have to run a similar distance. It's just straight, but also there's shit in the way that makes it not the hundred meter. So like, it's I'm sure you do better than the average person. Yes. That's like players who are good will continually be good. It's whether or not, you know, I mean, it is a different game online than it is in person. That's just, that's early that, that's all fighting games so that's that's not yeah. just street fighter so it's i don't know it's rough yeah i don't know i don't know an alternative though maybe an alternative would be like co-opting you know cpd events or something big cpd events and saying this is also a olympic qualifier i mean that would make sense there's there's different regions like that's and that's not we're not talking we're talking about something that isn't until the summer of 2020 um which also by the way i should the money gets weird here too because it's like it's being run by intel so it's like I I'm supposing everything will be run on PCs when they go there. So there's, there's some some interesting bits thrown in there of like well, we saw the China or Shanghai event a few weeks two weeks ago where mm-hmm. people were having difficult or no wait what what event was it where they were having these huge breaks where as usual people were plugging different controllers in and it was taking forever. I think it was like a that was TGS. There was a exhibition match or something of some right. sort run on PCs. And as usual, as predicted, it took forever. That's the so issue because you, pl- you plug in a new thing and then the computer you plugged it into is like, I don't fucking know. Um, <laughs> apparently, though, and I think that uh, Weed might have, Weed might know a solution to this or have been, I know I saw him posting maybe a potential solution to this problem. Uh, it's something like a like a driver or something that you can install on your PC that like, accounts for like the majority of controllers that people would use for fighting games or something that something oh, okay. like that like a driver or something or some sort of yeah or some kind of pro I, I don't know exactly what it is i have a faint memory of this from like literally a calendar year ago so i don't know i if he's listening maybe you can correct me on that but uh, that's the, that's the best way to be corrected is just to say the wrong thing on the internet and then <laughs> someone will find it. <laughs> oh God, yeah, that's the best way because that that's the fastest way to to learn information is just presuppose some, that you actually know something and then just throw it on the internet and you you will be corrected. <laughs> the internet will be like, I'll show you. All right. Well, other than that, uh, talked about the Olympics, which is like kind of a good thing, but it's also like. I kind of generally think the Olympics is shitty. Like it's kind of like a shitty organization. It's like pretty fucking corrupt. And then you just throw in all the, the weird corrupt Capcom shit that we've seen in the, the last couple months. And it's like, 
it's it's one of those things where I've always I begrudge the systems that are currently in place, but also celebrate the small pockets of systems that are running fine without any of this this major stuff going on. Like you look at Shinobism and guess what? Like they're fine. Like Momochi eats food every day. He's fucking fine. <laughs> like he doesn't need the, the 45 K. <laughs> right. He doesn't need the 45 K. He could, t- he'll, he'll take that, uh, that 900 some dollars and well, the 600 in a monitor and he'll, he'll eat, you know, he'll probably use the monitor. He'll, he'll be like, Oh, thanks. All right. Taking it back to his community. And it's like little to, uh, studio sky. Yeah, there's little pockets of success like all over the place where it's like those. It's worth celebrating. I, I don't. Know, it's it, it's one of those things where I gotta keep reminding myself where it's like anytime I feel down about the systems that uh, continually fail people, even like yourself, where it's like you're one of the biggest spokespeople for this game that that has received a lot of hate, and then but you still have to be positive about it because it's something that you enjoy. It's your hobby. I definitely enjoy it. I've definitely uh, I've been playing a lot of Poison recently since she came out. Like I'm an Alex so at heart, but uh, yeah. I've just been playing her pretty much the whole time, and she's really fun. Like I, I enjoy the game. I enjoy watching it. I enjoy the players. I enjoy uh, I'd say most most of the efforts that Capcom puts into the game. Uh, the people like Mama Dao and all the people behind the scenes. Yeah, like it, it's hard to you know the baby with the bathwater thing. You can't. There's some bad parts, there's some good parts. You can't throw the whole thing away, though. So it's not just Street Fighter, just like in life. You gotta, mm-hmm. gotta appreciate the good parts, deal with the bad parts, but you gotta just keep going. <laughs> yeah, keep- I, I cannot sing the praises of Carolyn enough on this show yeah. and begrudge myself for not asking her before she worked at Cap- to come on this podcast before she worked at Capcom. Uh, for, yeah, continually. Turn the butter or, uh, up in NorCal. Like a- that's the one that got yeah. away. Uh, but anyway, all right. I think that's all the the major news points. Unless there was anything else uh, in the news that you wanted to talk about. Mm, I can't uh, think of anything other than the spooky Halloween costumes. That, that's about it. Yeah, that's that's always new. Honestly, I feel like there should just they should just continually make more costumes. Yeah, I feel like as well. They should just fucking pump them out like there's more Chun Li costumes. They should just they should just embrace that and just be like, you know what. You guys are gonna meme this anyway, so here's another Chun Li costume. Here's here's a here's a Chun Li costume, like the exact same one as her default costume, but with like different shoes or something. Just like I actually love that idea. Like that's like the funniest joke every time there's a, a Chun Li costume because it's like to me it's just funny, like, <laughs> and I I hope that they are in on the joke, <laughs> funny, you know. <laughs> I mean, they, they, there's a whole season where they had like, okay, we're gonna give you a packet, a, a whole flock, a flock of Chun Li costumes, and they just mm. like went over. I think someone in there has to know like what they're doing. All right. Well, just don't stream it. Just don't stream it. <laughs> I'm going stream to, so I have something listed here, but I'm going to forego it in the, in the case of time, if that's all right. Unless uh, it was like something that you were like, I really want to answer this question. Oh, no, no, I, I don't, uh, I do whatever, whatever you uh, want to do. Mm, okay. Let me, you know what? Fuck it. I will. Uh, this one, we're going to go into a user, user question. This one's from the email bucket, uh, which by the way, if you have questions, feel free to write in to the show, uh, at, uh, RSF radio questions at gmail.com is where you want to send your questions to, or any like notes or kind of whatever you want to do. I don't, 
I don't care what the fuck you send in that email. I might read it on the show. I might not. I, I'm still like, there's some questions that have been sent in that I'm still like stewing over uh, and want to have certain guests on for. So if your question hasn't been read, don't think it hasn't been. I've definitely keeping it in my craw. Uh, but anyway, this one is from Dr. Swagenheimer. Good friend. Good friend <coughs> of the show. Just an overall positive guy. Uh, this question is a hypothetical question and I'll throw this one to you first. So you walk into a store and you are somehow changed to look like a different person and you see a younger version of yourself purchasing your all time favorite fighting game for the first time ever. What advice do you give yourself? Hmm. That's a tough question. It's the all time for all. One of my all time favorite games back in the day was Street Fighter three. Which it was hard to buy. Let's see how the Dreamcast. So well, let's say, say you walk up, you're in the yeah, arcade okay. playing it, and you see yourself in the arcade playing that that new Challenger. <laughs> I'd be like, wait a few years, and then then uh, practice your parries, <laughs> and uh, practice fighting against Chun Li. She's not in the game yet, but she will be. So practice pairing her super, and you might become a legend. Someday. And that, that's, that's it. I think that I would give myself controversial advice. <laughs> and I know people listening to the show will feel betrayed when I say this. But I would tell myself, hey kid, I know Zangief is very good. He's the best. Yes. But choose a different character sometimes. <laughs> Pick. So you you you're a geef main, <laughs> long time. You're, you're a long time geef main. You're not long just time a... geef main. Long time geef main. Well, it yeah, long time geef main. He's mm. he's just he's so I... he's glorious. He's fantastic. He, he here's why I like him <laughs> because it, it, when you play against Zangief, he makes you play differently. You cannot play against Zangief the way that you play against the rest of the cast. You have That's to treat him different, like entirely different. It's Geef's uh, game, basically. It's like, exactly. it and it, a, like a platform. It, fr- it frustrates people. I love it. <laughs> I love to see people working through that frustration and being able to leverage that against them. And just, it immediately becomes a mind game, and I love it. And also, he has a lot of really good footsie space matchups, and I think that that's fun. Uh, back in the back in the Street Fighter Two era, that was actually my main. Oh, Geef. yeah? I, I main gra- grapplers in pretty much every game, actually. So, right, yeah, Team, team Big Body, game. I like it. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I would probably, I would probably say, "Hey, man, like I know you like this game, but like, <laughs> play some versus games, but also versus game, like don't pick the don't pick big, big body in versus games." Oh, you did you did that too? Of course I do. Big team, big body, man. You got the Hulk. He smash. He smash. How would I not want to play character? What smash? That's that's true. So you picked Hulk and Geef, Team Hulk and Geef. Well, I mean, like with like Marvel Three, it was Hulk, Hagar, Sentinel. Team oh, Marvel Three. Okay, okay, okay. Got to get buff. Got to get buff somehow. Uh, but at the same time, it's like it. It's not it's all about. Life. I would I would have to like grab myself by the shoulder and say, "Hey, kid, it's not all about grabbing. You can you can hit. Sometimes you can do a hit. It's not all about grab." <laughs> so you're like a you're probably an expert in fighting Delson by now. 
that's the thing that people always assume, oh, you must hate geese bad matchups, where it's like, I love them. I love those bad matchups. <laughs> really? You're like, yeah. Poison Poison versus Ge- Geef is like... Yeah, it's bad matchups, but it's... Yeah, it's like that weird, fun frustration of like knowing exactly how that matchup is bad and exploiting all the things that you need to exploit to win. And then when you overcome a bad matchup, that's so much fun. That that's is, the best. That was great. Yeah. That, I, I can, I can definitely, when you get on on someone, get in on a Dalsim who's running away all the time and you just SPD him three times in a row. And yet I would tell myself <laughs> and still, you'd be like, no, no, it's not play, all that. Play the field, man. It's not all, it's not all about grappling. You gotta, you gotta play the field, man. Who, who uh, would you tell your younger self to play? besides I, it would just be a general like it's just anyone else because <laughs> like here's the thing anytime anytime that i fuck around with any other character which is like usually just for fun every now and then it's very rare but i'm every time i do it i'm like yo you can just like stand wherever you want you can like this walk speed you have like, <laughs> you have walk speed you can determine where you stand in comparison to your opponent at any given time like you can just choose to be closer what that's not the life. It's crazy. <laughs> like, it's, it's buck wild. And people aren't just walking away from you the whole time. How strange. Backdashing, uh, jumping away, running away. Yeah, I know. It's, it's a whole thing. Uh, that's probably what I would get. All right, so bonus question. Bonus round. All right. If you were stubborn and wouldn't listen, how would you convince yourself to take your advice? Hmm. Well, my advice was to practice parries and, and wait for Chun-Li um well i mean the, the the thing that would stop me from doing that would be at that time would be playing other games because i mean there's soul caliber was coming out at that time that was, that was like 97 98 99 that was that period all these 3d games are coming out all these shiny new 3d games playstation and all that stuff it would be tough to tell tell them younger self to like keep playing those 2d games those those ugly games that everyone everyone uh, back in the back in the day my my uh college like uh compadres were like that game's ugly like where i was playing kof and stuff like that and i'm like why are you playing that ugly game why don't you play like soul caliber this 3d games and stuff like that so that that would be what i'd have to convince my my younger self that 2d is still beautiful so i'd, I'd maybe i'd show myself like a disney movie or something or like uh, <laughs> Some some Looney Tunes cartoons or something like look look how beautiful and expressive this is. It's not all about polygons. You gotta stick course, with it. Of course, the animator would say that. <laughs> yes, which is, which is a lie because I I love two D stuff. That's that's why. I, so I, I wouldn't have to tell myself actually. Yeah, I wouldn't. Have, there would be no convincing. Uh, I actually absolutely love two D. I love Street Fighter Three. That's one of the reasons I love it because it's so beautiful. How do you I feel about it. the the new Guilty Gear? That looks it looks very nice. Like. Arxis, they've they've got it down. They've got their they've got their they've got it down. I think yeah, I actually like it more than uh, like Grand Blue. Also looks nice. Grand Blue Fantasy, yeah. the other the other game versus that also looks nice. But like the frame rate, this is an animator vantage point coming coming at you. But like the it's like weird. The frame rate sort of choppier intentionally because they try they're trying to make it look like a two D game or a two D mm-hmm. cartoon. So they sort of like limit the frame rate. So it's like sort of choppy, but intentionally choppy. But I think they do it a little too much. So that's actually stuttery looking. Hmm. Like when I played the beta, so I was, I was playing the beta, I was like, this looks, looks kind of weird. But for Guilty Gear, the new Guilty Gear, it's like very smooth. Like there are a lot more frames of animation, if that makes sense. It's like, it just looks really, just looks really nice. Yeah. So it should be, it should be, it should be interesting. I also like that 
they're actually taking a chance. I love it when game, when companies, fighting game companies do this, where they just start from scratch. Every sequel, they're just like, all right, we're doing something completely different. And not all the characters from the previous game are going to show up, but the new stuff we have, it's going to be interesting and weird and, and scary, but it's going to be interesting. I like I like that they did that for Exerd when that came out. I like how Capcom did it with Street Fighter V and pretty much every sequel. And I like how they're doing it with this Guilty Gear game. Because a, a lot of games these days, when they come out with a sequel, it's just like... It's like an update. It's like a more like an update with nicer graphics, which yeah, is cool. it's interesting that you say that. That is like a a very common trope with uh, other genres of video games in general. But yeah, that, like game. fighting games in general do not go by that trend at all. Uh, they're usually like at least these days. Yeah. This did not used to be the case but like this generation of like hey let's make a new one of these but also the rules are totally different like uh, yeah i kind of like that that's it's, 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 it's it's scary it's like of course i know people are gonna hate it because I, I already see the the comments are like oh they're trying to dumb down my guilty gear they're trying to dumb it down they're trying to, they're to make it more accessible or dumb it down like yeah I see that stuff it's man it's the same old argument i feel like i've been having the same like <laughs> 10 yeah, arguments for the last one and a half decades it's fucking insufferable human beings god damn you all yeah. uh, i think that to convince myself not to play grapplers i would tell my young insufferable self that you know i heard that grapplers are pretty popular and i would walk away uh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's similar to me. I, I don't that's like playing I would characters say. in I'd be like, you know what? A lot of people choose him. He's like super popular. And then I would walk away. <laughs> and then <laughs> my fucking action. asshole, insufferable, terrible of human being self would be like, good. It's for your own good, good kid. I, I am the counterculture. <laughs> <laughs> I've read Camus. Uh, I am a beat. Anyway. Uh, I, I get that. I get that. <laughs> playing characters that everyone else plays too if alex <laughs> became like top tier i don't i don't know what i'd do I, that would actually be a that would actually be a, a conflict i don't know what i'd do i actually don't know what I'd, if he became like current tier rashid tier next season i don't know i don't know what i have to drop i did that for abigail abigail i was like another big guy you're a big guy lover so i, I love that guy abigail when he came out i was like this is my boy and then season 3.0 happened, and it was like, this. I can't play this. This is, this is wrong. This is wrong. Buff. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that's probably how I would do it. All right, so let's let's transition into the end of the show, because we're getting a little long in the tooth here. Okay, sorry about that. Uh, no, 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 it's, I'm just trying to respect your time and the listener. And everybody's time is valuable, I get it. Except for yours, the listener. Fuck your time, because you can listen to this on you can listen to this on double speed. So you can cut you can cut this shit in half. I gotta talk it in one time speed. I should use meters and then kilograms. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Then it's like a two meter speed or however. How what's your metric seconds, motherfucker? <laughs> uh, anyway, that's a dumb question to ask. <laughs> but I have two questions for you. That are not dumb questions uh, that I feel like tell a lot about a person uh, in the ways that you can answer it. Uh, it's a two-parter. And the first part of that question is, what is your favorite normal attack in any fighting game? Uh, normal attacks. So not a special, not a super. Um, Couldn't be. I've had people answer it that way. If you like, if you really want to work that into your answer, it can be. Hmm. Well, if, it, if, if supers were somehow considered a normal attack, I guess. I don't, I don't know. I'd say Yamazaki's uh, drill. I don't know if you know what that is. Hmm. 
You know Yamazaki from uh, uh, Fatal Fury originally? Then he's in CBS. He's the he dresses in black and he has a snake hands and he sticks his tongue out and he goes, yeah, he makes that noise a lot. Okay. Well, anyways, Go back ahead. to Expl- explain why. <laughs> I'm intrigued. No, he's uh, so he's like this gangster dude, Japanese gangster dude lives in Hong Kong. So he like uh, he has a move called the drill, which is a grab command grab, which which should delight you. And uh, he like, how can I describe this? He picks you up, knocks you in the air and then like you fall and he like sort of flips out for a couple seconds. He's like, yeah, puts his hands out and then he starts beating the crap out of you, depending on how much you mash the button. So if you mash the button a lot, he starts beating the crap out of you a lot. If you don't mash it at all, he sort of beats the crap out of you. Then he ends with this drill, like his hand turns into a giant drill and he just knocks you away. That is the, that's my favorite like video game move of all time. Why is that? Just like the way that it looks know. or the the, specific... the way it looks, the style of it. And it, it was back in the time. That was a, okay. So I got a Sega Saturn for a that, long time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just randomly got a Sega Saturn a long time ago. And that was the first game that I got KOF 97. Mm. So I was like, so anytime the first, first of anything is like sort of sticks with you. So, and I, my I, have, I have a huge KOF hole in my fighting game. Hard, it's, a, it, it's a great game. It's a great series. Listen, it's a great game. I love every, everything I've ever seen about that series. I'm like, man, I should get into that. And then just, I, I have never had the time to do it. There are a lot of them though. So it's, it's, it's yeah. Anytime you try to learn a new fighting, game, it's, it's hard work. I don't think people uh, appreciate yeah. that. Like anytime a new game comes out, that's oh, Ooh, tough, man to understand it. Like shout outs to all the commentators yeah, like, who learn all of the new fighting games and like learn the specifics about it. Uh, but KOF, man, I would say that also just as a spectator, cause I've watched some KOF. I, I feel comfortable in saying that KOF stages are <laughs> the, like the best, like bar none, the best they're, of they're any fighting good. game ever of all time. Uh, but yeah, series, it's very, I say. so I'm looking forward to KOF 15. I hope uh, my biggest, the only thing I want from that game, I, I don't care what they do. Like I, I trust them. I just want it to look nice. Yeah. That's that was unfortunate cool. about the last game, but no, uh, back to the, back to the question, line of questions. Yeah, yeah, we're getting off that, it, yeah. so, it sounded like you like the nah part of it. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that. It seemed like a pretty important part as to, <laughs> as to why it was enjoyable. Uh, I'll link you to it later on Twitter or something. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll catch it. Uh, but part two, though, uh, is what is your favorite combo in any fighting game? My favorite combo? Okay. I'm an Alex main. My favorite combo used to be uh, from Street Fighter 3 is Fierce Chop into Suplex. It's a two-hit combo. Mm-hmm. So it does a chop, and it's like this big, beefy, like, like, like those, those old-school like CPS2 Street Fighter sound effects. Yeah, there's some like yeah, there are like some chunky like bass heavy sounds. Yeah, it felt it felt like you could feel it. I I, I like that. I like right. that. Then you do that, and then you do his power bomb, which when their back is turned, it turns into a suplex, just like Street Fighter Five actually. But yeah, so you do the power bomb after after you do the chop, and it it's just, it, that's it. Two hit combo it does like it does really good damage for two hits, and it's just like that's it. You're done. So it's like it was very satisfying. Then, then, then Street Fighter Five came along, and you can actually combo that from a counter hit stand fierce. Mm-hmm. So you have a stand fierce into the chop into the suplex. So it's like, well, this is it says one more hit. So obviously it's better. So that, that's that's my favorite combo. Three combo. One more hit, so is better. <laughs> Makes sense. Fair enough. Fair enough. How about you? 
Uh, I've answered this question before a couple times. So let me just, I'll just change my answer this time. Uh, (laughs) Favorite combo. Let's go with, um, I'm going to combo Vega in Street Fighter 2 wall dives. One after the other coming at you. What side is it? Is it the throw? The Izuna drop? What? What's happening? Uh, that's an uncombo combo. I know. I know. I'm like I'm doing a twist on my own question. Uh, Basically, a combo. Uh, effect. Yeah, just puts you in the mix. That's the a, a, a series of events combo because I'm all real about foots. that mix, man. Real, real life foots. Back in the day when footsies were real. That, that's events. <laughs> oh fuck yeah back yeah, that's that's always a fun thing to cut like i always love saying that when people are like this game doesn't have footsies this isn't real street fighter and then i would just like link tokido doing like just knocking someone down with vega and then it just being over because they don't get to play anymore but you have a reversal too bad no it's so it's so great and then it's like well what what the fuck is it fan like is it this or is it like this because it's like every game has bullshit like and it's just how much bullshit bullshit you are willing to subject to someone which the answer to that should be a hundred percent of the bullshit you should be taking advantage of all of it like this is fighting games this is how much like how much can you subject your opponent to that's the game that was real footsies, karate champ. I don't think there are, there, there's anything cheap in that game. Hard reads, man. Uh, Hard reads. <laughs> footsie, footsie was cheap, though. Yeah. All right. Well, it has been a pleasure talking to you, MZ. Uh, thank you for joining us on this episode of RSF Radio. Is there anything else that you want to cover before uh, we we turn off the lights here? I just want to give a, I guess, actually give a shout out to to you and our our Street Fighter uh, crew. Uh, quasi quasi mo mo that's the thing like <laughs> it when is you live on a when you live on the internet like fighting community lives on the internet basically so you see yeah. a bunch of tags you see people's names and stuff and you never actually try to say them it's out loud it is technically quasimodo x quasimodo x however i have i only have ever said it out loud quasimodox and when i start saying quasimodo x my brain starts like, to rewire itself and uh, a shutdown happens like the i have to flip the switch before there's a core meltdown um, <laughs> I, I see yeah I've, I've never actually said it but you know who i'm talking about and then uh yeah i also, know i know him i know <laughs> you know of him and then uh metal uh, the person who always fixes the uh the stream tracker that mm-hmm. always goes down the mel- mellow, mellow digital mellow, yeah basically uh, you guys thanks for you know like i said you're a pillar much appreciated, man. Uh, where can people find you on the internet if they want to search for you? Um, I'm on Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash E-M-E-Z-I-E, which is my name. Uh, I'm on YouTube, youtube.com slash also E-M-E-Z-I-E. I think that works. <laughs> um, Instagram, all those places. Uh, Instagram is E-M-E-Z-I-E, period, O-K-O-R-A-F-O-R. So good luck. No, good luck we're, that'll be in the show notes if you're looking for it so wherever yeah. it's down or to the side or however the fuck you get it uh, that'll that'll all be there all right folks so that's a show that'll do it for you you can find me at super joe monday or at reddit sf on twitter.com or you can just head on over to our street fighter and post some bullshit and i'll find you and i will fucking delete your ass uh, <laughs> but no that's not true it's a more good than bad over there i would say for the most part 
Uh, and I also just recommend, hey, go to like go to our slash Street Fighter, like the actual website, and like vote on the shit you want to see. It's like it's like amazing. The see the community part. That, that's that's you guys. Yeah, you, you just you, you upvote the stuff you like, and then that stuff gets elevated and put in front of more people, and it's ultimately better for everybody. So <laughs> like go go do your part as a citizen of of this community. Uh, uh, and of course go to wherever you listen to this podcast and rate and review I suppose I don't know I'm supposed to say that uh, it, it, it makes the sponsors happy which is Brick he, he gets happy when I say that uh, he, he's scowling at me right now alright folks that's your show thank you again for joining us and thanks again to Panda Densetsu for the new track uh, which starts and closes the show it is pretty dope as fuck so give him a shout out when you see him uh, until next time, folks, till next Thursday. Uh, don't forget about the, oh, by the way, online tournaments, Mondays and Fridays. Can't, can't end the podcast without saying that. But that's a show, folks. Until next time, please take care. <laughs>